0: Um. Uh, uh,
1: uh, uh, uh. Say my name, be say my name
0: No one is no. around here Say baby, I, I love, love you
1: <laughs> Say my name, say my name And no
0: one is around you. Say, say baby, I love you Better say my name Don't know much
1: But no one loves you
0: Head down, kinda thinking deep about the life I
1: live, about to go to sleep, and think about all the reasons why I do this. When I write another record that replenishes my music, and then I'm captured in the newness. And the
2: news is kind hey of it's Wednesday, April 1st. Happy April Fool's Day. It's the cast My name is Marvin, you are your host. Um, with me as always my co-host, Minji Chang. What's up? And today we have a full house. Oh my god. This table has never been so full of mics. With us today, Shamura. How's, How's it, going? it going? Director of uh, Tuesday Night Cafe, an all-around cool guy, blogger.
3: Ultra cool guy.
2: Dancer. Mr. Hyphen, 2012? 20, 2013. 2013. 2013. 2013 and Jeremy 2013. Lynn standing. Oh, Jeremy, Jeremy Lynn Standin. And uh, George Takei. Standin.
3: Yes, and George
1: Takei.
2: No one will get that, but some it's, people will get that probably. You can you can check the internet. <laughs> <laughs> They're their, their YouTubes. They're on the internet. Also with us, a fourth guest. Holy crap, our first ever fourth guest, the wonderful, talented Naomi Ko. Yo. How's it going?
4: (laughs) Doing great. Doing great.
2: Star of screen and stage. All All the things. Are you stage? All the things. Writer. Writer. Yeah. She's like a quintuple threat right there, man.
3: Can't even keep track.
2: Quintuple was four? No, five. Five. Quad tuple. I might have overreached. I'm sure there's five things she's good at.
3: It was really serendipitous because when we got to meet Naomi, it was right after we watched. You and I went together to watch Dear White People. Yes, we did. And Naomi was on the screen, and then she was in my life like a few <laughs> days later.
4: And I was like, "Hi." She
2: had she had the best line in the movie. I did. Very true. I did. I listened to that line. I was like, "Yep, I understand."
3: <laughs> she just has a look of approval. Yep. I love this. I love, there's so much love around this table because it's all people I like a lot. Yeah.
2: How are you doing? I promise not to talk about weather again, but I have to ask, as a Minnesotan experiencing your first California, not winter, how's it feel?
4: (laughs) Dude, California is messing me up, you guys. No snow. I mean, yesterday, my sister called me and she goes, it's snowing outside right now and i go oh it's 93 <laughs> i'm sweating so hard that my pants are sticking to my leg like you're wearing pants yeah mistake right well that mm. like that's la because you can get used to the heat well so it takes like, a lot
2: of you for you to go out and actually buy shorts because you know, that's an investment you have lots of pants and then it's not that hot yet
4: well what all- are you talking about we wear shorts when it's 55 degrees in in may in minnesota we're like what it's not freezing. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Get Bear, pasty, white, translucent legs. Here we go. Yeah, maybe that's a vitamin
3: D. Yeah. She yelled at me. Well, it's funny. Well, like lovingly yelled at me because I was wearing a parka. When was this? Like December, January. And I was wearing my, my H&M fur lined parka and it was freezing i think it was like 62 degrees yeah being a
4: total yeah loop, you've baby. made the
2: quickest transition from a san franciscan to oh, an angelina in history
3: shut up yeah.
4: no i still have that picture of you wearing a parka and i think i was wearing a long sleeve shirt going it's a little hot outside you guys <laughs> <laughs> i think i think my pits were like sweat you know <laughs> it's embarrassing i'm i'm ashamed. Well. It's
2: okay. I'm glad you guys are all here joining us on the collab cast. This is going to be the biggest struggle for me to k- try to keep everyone uh, directed as a producer. But uh, I trust that just judging, knowing you guys for as long as I have, it's going to be a good good cast, guys. Yeah, yeah. I feel it. You got this. Yeah, got yeah, yeah, yeah. Direct us. We're all ready. We ate our apples before this. We're ready to go.
3: We shared an apple. We shared <laughs> it was like the apple. apple that we right shared now. around yeah. Yeah. Solidarity. little trick
2: to all you aspiring podcasters out there. Eating green apple before you podcast reduces the saliva sound in your mouth. That's why you don't hear my mouth as much these days.
3: Yeah, Marvin did his research. That's what I love about him. Any question he has, immediately Google. I don't like it. What do I do? Guys, Google. Yeah.
2: Have you guys ever heard of, um, let me Google that for
1: you? Uh, yes. It's I'd the best, it, right? I send that to people all the time. I could totally see <laughs> you sending that to <laughs> everybody. What, I...
3: have, what have people, what have you said?
1: Well, because people will be like, who is the author of Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> I respect you as a human being, but I don't <laughs> want to dignify that with an
4: answer. You still respect that person. I, I still, you still respect that I, person. It's External. hard for me what?
1: to lose respect for people.
4: Oh, that's <laughs> it's, because it's you're hard. a good person, and I'm not. <laughs> it was the best. In, like in, when I, I was good in to own up to that.
2: <laughs> it was the best when I was in school, and like someone asked me a question, and you know how you can. Create a link on, um, let me go that for you, but also hide it within like a mask, like a shortener, so they don't see it coming. Oh, no. I don't the even best. know. Oh, so. Do you guys so you know, you guys know what, what it is? Yes. Yeah. Guys, it's the best, but also the worst. The
3: worst. worst. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sean would be merciless, though. Because you know I can see that yeah Shanel's thoughts in a trainings. good what? way, no because no like because you keep, keep people accountable that's what I'm saying I uh, know I know I that's what like you, mean. you 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 don't like sugarcoat stuff, but you're also not like you're not brutal so merciless is a really exaggerated dramatic <laughs> word i
1: just i just my philosophy is I trust that people can do things for themselves mm. I put a lot of trust really? in people I do i do <laughs> self-reliance I believe in self-reliance This and, day and age right I'm mm. like you take out your you have a phone you have a Google thing <laughs> press the Google thing and type the thing in and there you go yeah. now you know who wrote Harry Potter <laughs> now you know how to bake a pie
3: and you can tweet about it
1: you can tweet it yeah
3: you can tell other, you can educate other people there
1: are so many things you can do now so now yeah. you
2: know now you know what day Veterans Day is or
1: Memorial Day exactly yeah. yes or I had a friend who kept forgetting when Christmas was <laughs> And I love him, and he's probably listening to this. And I apologize that I'm telling the story.
3: But Put this on his wall, like
1: I, I probably will. I, he'll he he'll, he'll be fine with what it. But he the... kept forgetting when Christmas was, and and so oh, I just man. had to be like, you know, Google that.
3: <laughs> I'm not... sorry. I'm sorry. That's pretty. Bad. Oh man,
4: your friends a frittata. <laughs>
2: Well, some people don't celebrate Christmas, I guess. But then I feel like most people I know celebrate Christmas even if they aren't Christian or believe in that stuff. Yeah, you know?
4: that's, that's not, right. That's We're like, American. We want presents, yo. It's yeah.
3: Commercial. It's like, what are you talking about? That's nothing oh, yeah. to do with Christianity. No, my, my
1: Buddhist dad would show up to church and just <laughs> go to town with the Christmas carols. He loves them. All
2: right, so how did you guys' family do Christmas presents? Because my family is always Christmas Eve night. We can open our presents. Did you, got, did you oh. all have to like wake, wait until the morning or like...
3: We're never really strict about it. My parents are like really sweet about. My dad doesn't care about presents. Period. Ever. Mm. Forever. And then my mom, she goes out to Ross or TJ Maxx and gets us socks or slippers. Just Aww. honestly, I truly appreciate at this age. Like I'm like mm. yes. Um, we were just waiting till Christmas morning, but we were like, yeah, I don't know. And we <laughs> I grew up Christian, so it was like a thing. We'd always go to church. So I, I guess that's why. Mm. Christmas I, I
4: mean it depends i think you know when when we were younger my parents were working kind of nights and had to work holidays because they were working at the post office mm. then and they didn't have kind of the job luxuries that they that they do now so sometimes we had to open it up on christmas eve because mom or dad would have to work on christmas day yeah. or that was just my dad being like yeah i want to get paid triple overtime <laughs> <laughs> because i'm cheap as beep <laughs> thank you thank you for censoring so i don't have to so I don't and yeah. and but now now we open it on christmas day and it's a big deal because i love christmas and more importantly i love wrapping presents and that's the Do most important you? i have a wrapping station what back home in minnesota are you like monica from friends and have like a ribbon drawer I have four ribbon drawers. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Watch out now. And I have, in it it's all color coded. And you know what? And That's the thing a... is, it's not just Christmas too. I have Hanukkah wrapping paper and not the racist Hanukkah <laughs> wrapping paper that Hallmark gave this year, but non-racist ones. Uh, I just, respect that. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is, is, it's all about a perfectly wrapped gift. So I just buy presents, not because I care about my family members or, you know, crap like that. It's because I want to wrap the presents that I bought for them, so that's why I'm like, you have to, mom, you can't just rip it open. You have to use, you have to use my letter opener.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've actually like started to just print out my wrapping. Okay, hear me out. So print out. Hear hear me out. out? So (laughs) I like don't. I've kind of gotten to this point where I don't want to get presents, so I don't give presents. So when I do get presents, it's like one a year. So, what I'll do is, I'll go into a Word doc, I'll change the typeface to like blue, and then I'll just write snow, and then I'll copy and paste it.
0: Wow. All over the
1: page like a billion times. Can't tell if that's lazy or hipster. No, and then I'll print it's out. Ultra four, resourceful. I'll print out four of those, and then no I'll way. tape it, and then I'll wrap in that. And it's great get out <laughs> it's great
3: <laughs> this is like polar opposites right yeah, yeah north and south pole i do a great You're job north of wrapping pole. it
2: this is not me. gonna <laughs> let's just let's just bring
4: those gifts to me i'll wrap it for you <laughs> <It's> just,
3: <laughs> it'll be perpendicular i'll
1: be able to pick my wrapping paper the the selection will probably be better than walmart or <laughs> hallmark Walmart.
3: And I love how we're talking about Christmas right now in, <laughs> in April. Marian April is, Fool's, Mother. Marion <laughs> is screaming
2: at the podcast I know. thing right now. Like, what the crap are you guys talking about? This may come as a surprise, but I'm terrible at wrapping presents. Actually, just, I'm not. Just terrible. I use so much tape. That's not even like, I use just jagged edges.
3: That would drive me nuts. I'm not a pro like Naomi here, but I'm all about being... I'm pretty frugal when it comes to, like, resources. I'm very, like, environmentally friendly. And I'm all about, like, you know, wrapping your gift to show someone how much you love them by the care and the beauty. But, like, oh, my God, I'll kill you. I don't love everybody. I'm saying, but, like, the people you choose. So here's the thing. You just love the wrapping. I just (laughs) love the wrapping. I don't love the people. I hate you, but here.
2: So here's (laughs) the thing about, like, just for my – so my family is all over the place. My parents are in China now. We don't see each other that often. We don't even see each other during the holidays unless like, I go overseas and stuff. So, my presence these days is, is just money, like a good Asian. Yeah, yeah. Here's some money. That's not a bad deal. I'm working on that. Go buy I mean, something. You know, I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I go and spend all this money on podcast equipment for work. That's what I do. I spend my Christmas money on work stuff. I but
4: think this is so fun.
3: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Why I, are you I,
4: smiling <laughs> about that? <laughs> <laughs> i don't get it he's a hobbyist uh, let, him, let
1: him be this is he's
2: well because when when and if i get fired from this job <laughs> i can just take this <laughs> equipment and just leave and keep podcasting right that's true this is true you i'm can. constantly looking for more i just sent mm-hmm. minji like a, a link for a tricaster which is like a live a broadcasting a tricaster just you know you have to do live streaming video or like, create like multiple like multi-cam video producing s- solution and wow. i'm like I need 5K for this. Can we charge a collaboration?
3: Honestly, so whenever he sends... This is just an aside about Marvin. Whenever he sends me links, I tend to not open them or avoid <laughs> opening them because they're odd. So this one was actually a legit one. It took me, I think, like a full 36 think- hours from to because <laughs> I saw I was like, oh, it's not YouTube. He sends me taco songs and like unicorn... I don't, I don't know. But he has a bad rep with me. We've talked about so. this.
2: And like, so...
3: I'm just letting everyone know I'm again. an
2: explorer, <laughs> and I explore the deep, dark
1: recesses of YouTube so so we're to going, find where great things. Wait, where are we going now? In the
2: no, I don't want to. Uh... You
3: don't yeah. want to talk about this before, either. so. <laughs> I'm just calling Anyways. out. Anyways. You're lucky that I opened that, but it is very cool, and I thought it was a joke, and I thought it was like non-existent Fake.
2: One day, we will have a TriCaster. Yeah, so we'll we see
3: money. the mystical. To me, it's not real. Anything that Marvin sends me is like <laughs> either ridiculous or doesn't Shamira. exist.
2: Hello, sir. How's it going? All right, so. Um, we're not going to plug stuff until the end and Sean has stuff to plug, but how are you, man?
1: I'm, I'm swell. You're a guest. I wanted to, you know, no, I appreciate yeah. that. I mean, I was, I was appreciate, I, I, I was interested in learning more about the TriCaster, but I'll just Google that for myself later. Like,
2: <laughs> I'll, send, sure I'll send you a great <laughs> link. Sure so, He's uh, very
3: self-reliant, man. to here. that. Yeah. Well, I-
2: you guys stream for your, so you, you, you run Tuesday Night Cafe. it is like longest running open mic in, um, in... LA Little Tokyo like what's what's the stat I forget So
1: we're yeah it's <laughs> it's a whole it's a whole thing. So yeah. we're we're um Tuesday Night Cafe was created as a community revitalization project in Little Tokyo Los Angeles. Um and it's basically an opportunity for Asian American artists to group, come together um build create new work, meet audience members but like not in like a fan versus artist kind of way but more in like a hey let's build and let's work on something kind of way. Yeah. So uh we sort of think of ourselves as more of a circle less than a showcase, um, even though there was a stage, everyone in this room, or in the courtyard actually is part of it. So we've been going for about 17 years. It was originally created in 1997-98 as part of this one-off, of uh, these two one-off um, shows called Art Attack, um, which were community-based shows that were sort of modeled after a bunch of things are happening, like the Chicano-Chicano Chicana, Chicana communities in LA and the black communities. Um, and at the time, like, Little Tokyo was dead, and there wasn't really, like, the amazing Asian-American community of artists that we have now, right? Like, you kind of throw a, a rock in L.A., and you hit an awesome Asian-American artist. Like, not to say that we're down a dozen, but just there's a lot of us now. Um, so it was sort of created to bring everyone together. So we've been going for 17 years. We have free shows every first and the Tuesday of the month um, in Little Tokyo. And uh, it's, it's fun. It's yeah. awesome. I get to meet and... Have excuse to work with folks like everyone around this table. Well, it's a great
2: community. Even that, that's where I first met Naomi when she first came. Like that was one of her like kind yeah. of let's get to know people places. Yeah, and then totally, um, you know, that's where we met like Jenny. That's where I met Jenny Yang yeah. and you know, Keiko and Shin And that's and that's the
1: point, right? Like the point is to have. And I mean, it's it's great because everyone who comes into our space, the way we think of it, is everyone comes with their own community, and so everyone who enters it is a bridge. So it's more of like how can we utilize those bridges? And so I mean. Even at this table, beyond just meeting in the physical space, like, collaboration, right? Like, Mm -hmm. we've had two of our associate artists compete at collaboration. So, Skim, I think, competed in, like, 2005. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, Darwin won acoustic... 2011, so yeah, He's amazing. That guy. Stop being a Taiwanese pop star now. Have you, I know. Seen, his, have you seen his hair lately? It's oh, it's ridiculous. Is, well,
2: the fact he has hair now, I know, right? That's He's just yeah, he
3: hair. was the one without hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but
2: he. My, I remember it was back in like him and Sam Kang were like the the shaved head Yeah, artist, and then now they both have hair.
1: What's <laughs> then, happened? It, ha- hair is in. Hair is yeah. in. Hair, hair is, is so in. popular <laughs> now. But it's no, yeah. it's it's awesome seeing him grow and yeah. But yeah, and so and then also my own my own. Apartment made actually one fan favorite at collaboration 2010? 2009? LA? LA. Jason Yang. Oh, yeah.
3: Jason Yang's amazing. Yeah. He's your apartment mate? Well, we,
1: we lived with each other for about three years. So, so, you had to listen to him practice violin every day. When he was starting up, like we just literally all we would hear is freaking like MGMT loops. What? <laughs> if we, so, so, if you watch some of his earlier videos, he's doing them like in our kitchen. And so, there's one, I think it's kids. You can see me in a window reflection, like getting cereal <laughs> and then kind of watching him video. and like. Nice. kind of dancing along and then he started he burst out laughing so through him is actually one of my my two direct connections to collaboration just That's himself, so cool is that um first off i performed at the collaboration after party with my dance team like twice i think or once second <laughs> is i did jason's mix for his performance so i was like inadvertently I was supposed to press play, but then that didn't happen. So <laughs> I was like, "Anyhow." so there were some very, there were very concrete connects between collaboration yeah. and Tuesday That's night, so, so cool.
3: I, I was at, that was my, um when Jason performed 2010 was my very first collaboration in LA show ever.
1: And that was the one with Boa.
3: Yeah. No, Bo- Boa. Was, it? Boa was
2: the year before that.
3: Before that. 20,
2: 2009 was the year Boa performed. That was when um, Jane and Paul and Kina were finalists. 2010 so. was so. Clara. 2010 was Clara and um, Jason, right? Jason was yeah. there, Paul. Yeah. Paul Jason, first last name Kim?
3: I I yeah. think so. Yeah, um, no that 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 year was crazy too. Is what that the time? Well, was 2009? Yeah, she was 09.
2: 2009. 2009, yeah. Okay. Um okay. There, I don't think there was any K-pop hooks for the,
3: uh, 2010. They had like pre-picks. They had pre-picks Oh, that's from, right. Yeah, pre-picks. Yeah. It was but Jason was amazing. I remember it like it blew my mind and you know, he's like Madonna and yeah, everything, you know, busy. Yeah. he's busy. That
1: guy. Busy. And you're, he, you're busy too. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, I'm, yeah, Jason's doing Madonna, but you know. No, I love I have like a great, you know, Instagram following of like <laughs> five people going for me. So, you know, Shut you know. up. No, but it's, it's, it's cool to see like folks launch off of collaboration and then to see them go do their thing and then come back. Yeah. And then I think it's really awesome how all of our, like our organizations, um, I think we have very similar ambitions with very, but very different in like very awesome ways also. Mm-hmm. And so it's cool watching sort of how folks actually, like we actually launch people or we actually give them an opportunity to build or an opportunity to try new things. Or like, you yeah know.
3: You know, it's funny because we talk about how you're just, you know, mentioning how how small or like how prolific but also we you can throw a rock in an Asian American artist in LA because there are a lot more now, but it yeah. is still very small in the grander sure. scheme of things. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is with this whole community thing, um, and the amount of work that goes into putting on any event, whether yeah. it is an open mic, which people just like they don't get how much time it takes and work <laughs> to produce yeah. something, right? Yeah. But and, and to look at anything like that as competition is just, or like that we're competing, we're competing for attention or whatever, or people's time. But it's like, for me, I'm genuinely like the more that we have this stuff and the more yeah. that any artist has the opportunity to get up on stage and get in front of a mic and like do their thing yeah. and br- make, build bridges and yeah. like build relationships. Like I'm all yeah. for I mean, that. You and I yeah.
2: talk about this a lot. We're like, yeah. you know, collaboration. We're not really here to make people famous, but we're here to give you that push kind of, a lot of people come on stage and the best thing they can say, say is see themselves be on the stage, belonging on the stage sure. and like going from there, for sure. you know, yeah, that means a lot.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, it's exactly what, what Minji, what you're saying. Like it's, it's um like, I, I think like over the years I always hear like, you know, oh, so are you going to be big, like collaboration? Are you going to, you know, and I think for us, what 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 i like is being able to say to people then when they voice that to me like well we have a certain intention mm-hmm. and it serves one purpose and collaboration has a certain intention and that serves a certain purpose and it isn't that they're in, cl- in contest with each other it isn't that they va- invalidate each other it's that we're just doing things a little bit differently and there's different ways that they work yeah and mm-hmm. so it's it's cool now i feel like that we're on the same podcast together <laughs> and kind of talking this out cuz it's 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 uh it's it's awesome I think especially as things become more local um i know collaboration's been localizing like really awesomely, yeah. um sort of seeing y'all expand we try in that way i think it's really, really cool <laughs> yeah
4: and I, I never understood why um asian american different organizations would feel you know, had this compulsion to compete or that maybe everyone thinks that they are competing. I think especially coming from Minnesota, coming from a place where, you know, the Asian American population is small and now living in Los Angeles, I think it's amazing that there are so many platforms now. And I think that's important. Yeah. That there are so many platforms. I mean,
3: I think it's dope because... Before I met you, because you had already met Marvin and everybody, like, yeah. I th- I love, I mean, just when I got to know you and hearing, like, how it was for you, because that's, like, always the, when you're the non-Californian, like, what's it like compared to where you're you from? <laughs> but it's it's so cool that you took that effort to seek out that community because, you know what I mean, I feel very privileged and spoiled yeah. in a way to have, like, grown up around that a lot. Yeah. So you, you, you tend to take those things for granted. Yeah. You know, when you're just yeah. used to it. Um, I mean, and to see people appreciate that
2: yeah I mean the one thing that we keep seeing from just traveling seeing you know we have teams in a lot of different cities that we go visit is just how like there's so many touch points that we all share even though we grew up in different places I remember when you guys mm-hmm. first met you guys bonded over like Asian parents or specifically Korean parents and stuff like that <laughs>
4: <laughs> Korean stories so what happened to you in this incident oh no yeah that and then kimchi happened <laughs>
3: just kidding i don't think we actually talked about that i don't even remember but it was a lot of laughing yeah but, yeah shared experiences yeah. yeah
2: and now you're here you're you know trying to break into the hollywood scene how is um, so you're probably the most multi-talented person i've ever met
4: i don't know doing about that writing <laughs> acting all this stuff
2: naomi is actively pitching like to studios like her projects and things like that yeah yeah.
3: Yeah. I've learned so much from this girl like we just kick it at a cafe and like do our respective work and it's just I love being around people who just are hustling getting done this girl works her butt off but it's just so cool to see all the I've learned like I'm like what are you doing what is that thing you're working on? She schools me. It's awesome.
4: And I'm like, this is my show Bible. It's too long. And like, What's that? I don't know what the show
3: Bible is. Break
4: it down for me. Yeah. So, you know, uh, pilot season is now winding down. Mm-hmm. So as an actor, that was always fun, you know, auditioning for pilots and, and this year was really different. You know, a lot of, a lot of roles, a lot of roles for people of color and a lot of roles for Asian Americans, especially. So, you know, it's always really exciting to go into a casting. And before, in my auditioning experience, I would be around a lot of a lot of white folk. But now, now it's just I go in a room. I'm like, hey, what's up, girl? I saw you last week at that casting <laughs> office. <laughs> hey, how's it going? And it's just like it's good to see you again. And, and it, it was great. It was great. But now, you know, as a writer, we're transitioning now to pitch pitch season, mm-hmm. where um networks and studios are ready to hear hear what you got so here we go it's tough <laughs> man round two yeah yeah round one of personal rejection now round two personal rejection for real uh, <laughs> but i mean i want to re- i want to share this dance on the podcast <laughs> but i can't that should just, be a gift. The,
2: you just describe it it's glorious well we have
4: body waves yeah, yeah. Body waves. but um but, I mean, it's, it's certainly a privilege as, you know, somebody of my age and my, um, you know, just being here in September. I, I am very fortunate to to come to L.A. and hit the ground running, yeah. which is always a privilege yeah. no matter what. Well, then
2: you're just constantly hustling, which is like it's a very good habit to have. Like just so many people come and just kind of, you know, try to um, like wait for things to happen. And oh, like, you're no. not waiting.
4: No, no, Mm-mm. absolutely not. I mean, you guys can't see my face or my body. <laughs> but, um, you Poor know. Or you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sucks. But, uh, you know, coming from Minnesota and coming from a theater background, even in the Asian American theater community in Minnesota and just the general theater community, which is white in Minnesota, I've always had a really hard time um, getting cast, and people didn't really know what to do with me. People still don't know what to do with me, which is, I guess, a good thing and a bad thing. But I think I think that always that instilled a certain mindset in me that said, no one is going to make this happen for me. I must do it myself. So like Sean, this idea of self-reliance, because you know what? Who do I care about most in this world? me <laughs> so You're I'm gonna surprised. make my dreams happen for myself <laughs> no, that's
1: that's huge though like not only self-reliance but self-determination right like... yeah
4: and and you know and I mean I I think I think a lot of all of us have it have it in us but I I, I really think my upbringing in Minnesota really shaped that for me because it was always always hitting a wall with me always always hitting a wall. It's always it was always a fight so I think I just came to LA and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to fight all the time, but that's okay. Yeah. I'm ready. It's not a fight, it's a hustle. Battle
2: tested.
3: Yeah. yeah, that's what I think is the benefit of like being uncomfortable. Like people always kind of, in general, I think as human beings, we're always like fighting discomfort, right? Mm-hmm. We're fighting like we want to feel as secure as possible. We want to feel as the the ways that you feel like good self esteem and confidence and all that usually comes from a place of like feeling very secure, right? So when yeah. things get a little like shaky or get shaken up you resist that. But I think when you are in a state of like, you really want to do something, but you have all this stuff against you that you've got to fight for. I think ultimately, you know, some of the most awesome people on the planet went through a buttload of turmoil and yeah. struggle because they had to deal with change and they had to deal with being different, like yeah. ostracized or whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there, there's a very, I feel like there's a very big silver lining to that, that struggle. I, I personally like, I'm kind of mean, but like I think of my future kids, I'm like, I don't wanna make them too comfortable. Like I don't want them to ever feel like I want them to feel safe and happy and loved and all that stuff. But well, like, things are getting rough <laughs> sometimes. You're gonna have to try some new things.
4: You know yeah. what I mean? I mean
2: yeah. people who succeed doing very little work, they exist, but they're very few and far between.
4: Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it one hundred, so sorry, sis. But my my sister and I, you know, growing up we were you know my my sister in terms of academics came really easy to her so she excelled without without she did work but not that much i'm Ooh. sorry but you know it's true <laughs> <laughs> and versus versus me uh i've you know i'm not really naturally academically inclined i've always had to work really hard for it so i i mean yeah i'm glad things weren't just handed to me because then i don't know how i would survive in this industry I think if I if things weren't challenging, I would be like every other Minnesotan. I would be working for Target, Best Buy, or Three M right now mm. in business. I'd be mm. in business, kind of just coasting along. Or
2: well, Target's not doing
1: so well lately.
4: I know. <laughs>
1: Target Canada is all gone now. Yeah,
4: tier, tier. Yeah,
1: check it check out check out Gunner Instagram.
4: See you again. <laughs>
3: This is the, all your news this is, through Instagram?
2: This is the collaboration business minute, but yeah, for real. Target yeah. expanded finally to Canada and realized crap, we made a mistake.
4: Oops, we made a mistake. Yeah, but yeah,
3: but See, still, okay, but so still,
4: shop at Target because it is a great company. I like Target too. Target, yeah. 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 We are yeah. not officially buy,
3: sponsored by Target.
4: This this podcast is not. But if you however, like to. however, hey Target, you might get a phone call from me, <laughs> hey. hometown girl, coming back for that money. <laughs>
2: Speaking of whoops, we've made a mistake. Mm. Starbucks was in the news weeks ago. I know we missed we 're missing the zeitgeist here, but uh, we didn 't really talk about it yet, so now we 're going to talk about it and We have an expert here who's expert. studied up on all of targets or all of Starbucks is uh,
3: Disclaimer: We didn't fully miss it because we did mention it. The last one I said I wanted to wait for Sean because mm. I had seen. I was educated, highly educated from his Facebook post, not just from your post, but like everybody who contributed. Mm-hmm. That conversation was honestly very, very insightful <laughs> in a very funny way because everyone was.
2: But yeah, we're, we're in an era sense. now where like people are starting to test the waters. You know, can we talk about race? Is race something we talking about? You no. Know, yeah. As like as a brand person, I mean, yeah. I, I I have my you know my my businessy brain like. None of that sounded like a good idea when they announced it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, I mean, it wasn't. So, I mean, I guess just to provide context, if you're listening and you have no idea what we're talking about and why coffee all of a sudden. Basically, Starbucks um, decided that it would put out this campaign where they would have their baristas writing, or their cashier people, rather, writing um, race together, hashtag race together on cups. And then they would ask their cashier people to start conversations with customers about race like in general, not like anything in particular, just racism. And then they worked with USA Today to put out this um, insert that was sort of like a primer into racism and then came with like helpful quizzes like, how many friends do you have that are not your ethnicity? And like, growing up, was your best friend a different ethnicity? Did you lose contact and why? Like those are literally things that were in it. You know,
2: common... Conversation starters. Yeah, just, with you know, friends, you
1: know, you know um, over coffee, over coffee. Yeah,
2: you know, so nothing gets me up in the morning like talking about race.
3: Yeah, it's,
4: I'm just, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a dumb thing, but you know what? You have to give credit when credit is due to the CEO of Starbucks, who yeah. is this white guy. He is filthy rich, he has completely locked down this you know franchise coffee thing and he he made it a priority f- for him yeah. definitely that, yeah. and as stupid as this campaign was i mean i i was i was reading it and i was looking at him and i go wow howard schultz not bad dude not bad because yeah. because look at this powerful person making an attempt to do it obviously he has way too many yes men obviously he needs to kind of shake up his marketing and communications departments because they they pretty much kind of dropped the ball on this on him too i don't
2: even know if it's yes men because howard schultz has always been a guy who's like wanted to do the right thing right and yeah this kind of thing any pr guy would have seen in like given the red light but i think because he was a ceo and because he could make it happen he made it happen yeah and i think he he had the best intentions, and he wanted to, or he just wanted to, like he wanted to shake things up. He wanted, like, use Starbucks as a force for good because, um, that's you know that's what he wanted his brand to be. But, yeah. um, I Definitely, don't think, yeah, I don't think, I don't think he probably expected the backlash. But mm-hmm. I'm sure the PR department, realizing what he was going to do, were already making contingency plans. You know,
3: were they though? That's my question, because like it's it's it's. Well, it's sp- Starbucks. Do you know what I'm saying? This is not this is not your local, yeah, you know, um, liquor store like your local farmers yeah. market or something. This is Starbucks. This is like a global company. So I'm just saying, like, again, I give credit. I, that was absolutely my my thought. It's like good for him. That's a huge. Like, that's a big move, mm-hmm. man. So I don't know who is. Well,
2: the fact that like now like stuff. now we don't really hear about it. Like in the week they were really to shut it down, meant that like. They probably have some crisis PR firm or something, like, make their Olivia money. Olivia Pope you know. came and squashed yes. it. Yeah. Yes.
4: She said, no, <laughs> I, stop it.
1: Yeah, I mean, my, my my whole thing is, okay, so as someone who works in advertising, like, it's, it's, I can totally see how this happened. Like, guy has the best intentions. I don't think the intention was necessarily bad. I think it's kind of weird. It felt a little bit like they were exploiting, like, the murders of like young black folks across the nation over the past few years. And like the fact that there is sort of this national conversation that has existed. Mm -hmm. um, Like to me, it felt a little exploitative, but benefit the doubt, best intentions. I totally agree. I think that Mm -hmm. it was like a guy using his place of power and saying, Hey, I have an opportunity to start a conversation and this is how I want to do it. That said, I think then once the CEO gives the, this is what I want to do. It just goes down the chain of command until somebody finally has to do it. And so I think it finally <laughs> yeah. came down to, you know what I mean, though? Yeah. like I, yeah. it's, That's just how these things gen- sometimes will work. So yeah. um, I, I think it just got filtered down and then everyone was like, okay, well, how can we do this <laughs> in the most like painless way right. possible? Okay, we'll do a hashtag thing and then we're going to do this insert. And then that's where my issue comes up. And so this actually ties back to the idea of struggle, right so one of my own um tenets is that for a good conversation to happen, there needs to be struggle, there needs to be back and forth, there needs to be room, so there needs to be room for there actually for people to have that that conversation and that struggle mm-hmm. if you're at a starbucks let's let's just and this is again where like i I start having issues with it because I was logistically like, okay, let's just think about this. <laughs> so I roll up to Starbucks. It's seven in the morning. I'm driving 40 minutes to my job. I need to pick up my latte. It's going to give me all the caffeine I can get that'll last me till like, what, 11? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go pick up my latte. I maybe like, you know, just made breakfast for all my kids. Maybe I was up late doing my taxes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Roll up to Starbucks, get my latte. Somebody writes race together on a cup and is like, Hey, do you think racism exists? <laughs> <laughs> like You know what I mean? Like it's so it's it's like one of those things where it sounds really good until you start thinking about it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then in that moment, that's when you're like, Okay, so then what's the struggle here? Where is that conversation actually gonna land? It's gonna land in this grumpy person who hasn't been caffeinated either becoming really snappy it's going to land in this barista who maybe doesn't even want to do this they're getting paid minimum wage which i'm not saying that to reflect on intelligence or anything i'm saying that yep. doesn't mean that they're they're working minimum yep. wage serving rich yeah. people coffee um <laughs> and so like where where do these two people what what is in it for these two people in that moment to have that struggle and go through that struggle when one of them is trying to go on the road and the others just trying to get their tips right so to me it's just a to me, it just rang as a disconnect between upper management and actual people at the point of purchase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like the people who were working it, like I didn't get the sense anyone was getting trained. I think that there was a video up where someone tried having the conversation. They and just the give them a pamphlet. Yeah, yeah. And like the person wasn't up for it. So it's like if you're going to start that conversation, you have to actually follow through. Yeah, mm-hmm. And that yeah. means if if you're really into it, maybe bring in some speakers who can do actual training. Maybe mm-hmm. equip them with language, equip them with literature. And then recognize after all that process, you're ultimately training people who are like, again, they're just trying to get people through. They, I, don't, I don't know if they have like quotas. I remember for myself working in retail, you had to sell a certain amount of pants within a certain amount of time. I don't know if they have to do the same thing, but they're just trying to get people through. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think for me, I was also coming off of like, A Bamboo concert. I don't know if you've ever heard of Bamboo. He's this amazing rapper from Echo Park. And his his latest album is called Party Worker. And it's just all about like, (laughs) fighting for like the workers, right? Like the folks who run, who run the country. So it just felt a little bit irresponsible. Um, But at the same time, I was like, I think it's in the best place. I thought I think maybe there's a great room for conversation there. Now, how do we actually use Starbucks and their clout to start the conversation? Yeah.
4: yeah. You know, you, Starbucks can comf, uh, sponsor a complete training and, uh, you know, a workshop for five months in Ferguson, Missouri. I think that would be a great thing <laughs> for Starbucks to do is to actually pull that money in those resources. Definitely. Go to Ferguson. Be like, yo, what's up, city council and mayor and major administrators? Um let's not be racist yeah here's some people to tell you how not to be racist but we're gonna energize you with coffee for sure
1: no i, <laughs> I mean it's like i think about like what chipotle did with their bags right they, they put the works of authors on their bags mm-hmm. and so i mean all right starbucks why don't you put quotes like words from like patrice colors who's yeah. One of the founders of Black Lives Matter, like, yeah. put her words mm-hmm. on there, or, like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of other... There are a lot of ways that you can yeah, do yeah. it by amplifying voices rather than forcing a conversation.
2: And just, you know, here's your daily thought of the day on your, on your coffee thing, if yeah. you read it. Yeah. You know, it gets you thinking where well, you don't have to engage until, like, you're For sure. ready. Right? For real,
3: I feel like that's just, like, if I walked... I'm not a Starbucks regular in any form. <laughs> She's a tea but drinker. I'm a tea drinker. They have tea, I just...
1: Tea drinkers. They have, they have their Oprah tea. <laughs> Oprah presents chai.
4: But it's kind of like yeah, I am it, drinking the Oprah. <laughs> tea right now.
2: How is it? Have you won a sports car yet?
4: No.
3: At the when she reaches the bottom, she will see. I will see want what I won,
4: and it's gonna say that you can you can be the daughter that I never had, Naomi. I'll be like, what? Yes, <laughs> yeah, hey, Oprah! No, I,
2: I'm going to call her Oprah Jr. <laughs> <laughs> no, Oprah. Oprah Jr. Co. OJ. Oh, no,
4: <laughs> Just kidding. No, Oprah Kimfrey. I love you, Oprah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yes.
3: No, but I. See, that's why I love having Sean on the podcast. I feel like he articulates. He's so smart. I'm, I'm just like discombobulated. Jeez. I have so many thoughts and feelings no, I'm... that I don't know how to articulate. <laughs> Minji, Minji is that, an articulate human. That, yes, you are. That, 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 that particular argument. Human. It's just very. It's very hard to, you know. Again, I'm kind of like I'm trying to be empathetic to, and it's like they have enough empathy and they have enough sympathy. <laughs> yeah. But like to the upper management, like, damn dude, you're putting like a lot on the line to run a campaign that like clearly was very poorly thought out so either you're like really trying to do something right and just like i don't know i just looked at it because i'm like when we're running things and we're talking about how do we frame this thing like that's you're like the platform is just like a jillion times bigger so i think i was looking at it from that perspective but then also just like getting it down to to minji vision and going like as a starbucks customer if i were to roll up and like experience that i'd be like what the like yeah you know what i mean it's very conflicting because i don't want to be you know (laughs) like it's
2: but again though the props to how well run their PR department is whatever who's talking about now besides us yeah
1: and i I mean the way that the way that i think about it is you know ultimately just because one idea goes burst into flames like that doesn't mean that there isn't room to stay at the table and again struggle like Mm -hmm. I, i always go back to that that's something i learned from to name drop Tracy Kato-Kiriyama, the, the founder of Tuesday Night Project. Yeah, Tracy. Night um, She always says, you know, that the goal is always to keep everyone at the table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If there's a disagreement, keep everyone at the table because exactly. ultimately you're going to come up with something that works. Yeah. So for me, I'm like Starbucks, like stay, I hope they stay at the table. For real. I hope that everyone else, I, <laughs> no one owes anything to Starbucks, but yeah. you know, I hope folks will stay at the table and if, if they do come up with something that's productive and yep. benefits the communities are trying to uplift in a real way, you know, yeah. that we'll be there for that. Let's so. send this
3: pod For real, I'm being so serious right now. We're going to send this podcast to the PR department up in Seattle. We'll tweet them. Yeah, we'll tweet Let's them. Tweet we'll you. direct Yo, message about, them. No, because this is what I'm saying. Like This is why I feel podcasts like this and other podcasts and other blogs and all those things are very important because – like we got thoughts and we got issues with things. We don't have to like leave the table, like stay at the table. talk. No, out.
4: stay at the table because as you know what happened in Indiana and what the governor of Indiana just did recently and the response from private companies have done, ex- ex- especially Angie's List, who said we're not expanding in Indiana because of the law that you just passed. The governor of Massachusetts who made an executive order that said n- there is no state-funded travel to Indiana at this point, and other companies like, for example, Apple says no, we're not expanding in Indiana. You know, private companies have a lot of power mm-hmm. and they have a lot of force mm-hmm. in in changing the dialogue, and we've seen it happen because now it's because of Angie Sliss and and Apple that have led the charge and saying, no, Indiana, what you've done is not right. Um Starbucks can continue this. It's just, you know, for for Angie's list and some of these other private companies it's, it, it was very easy to just say we're just going to boycott Indiana for for, sure. mm-hmm. for this, but mm-hmm. um but you know, companies and corporations have a lot of power and they have a lot of sway and especially such an influential brand such as Starbucks. Yeah. Because those basic girls want their frappuccinos Yeah, <laughs> a selfie with Take that selfie right now. Oh, my yeah. God. But that's
3: so funny. That that's still a thing.
4: Frappuccinos? Yeah. Or selfies? Well, that will... Let's face selfies it. Selfies will never die. That's <laughs> never going <gonna laughs> <selfies laughs> to die. Selfies will never die. I am going to take a selfie right now. Right With, right. with your apple? With your apple.
2: Um, is, uh, look at, look they look at this. They can't see that. This is, this is all voice. This is all audio. What are you doing?
4: She's uh, doing uh, Instagram uh, at, what? This is... I apologize. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was really sexy. That was like a very meta <laughs> moment because she
2: was taking a selfie on this podcast. While Sean was taking a picture of her taking a selfie, we're just. (laughs) John producer John John back here is taking video of Sean taking a picture of Naomi taking a selfie of herself. I need my camera. I want
3: my 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 phone. Oh, so many. How sad for you. I know.
2: What were we talking about again? Oh yeah, Starbucks. 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 (laughs) So, so working. I work at Starbucks a lot because sometimes I just can't come to work here. At the NoHo studio because other things are happening, and I noticed that like there's a lot of kids drinking coffee these days, and like I don't know when it, I don't know when you guys started drinking coffee, but like it wasn't like for me it was college when I needed it. Like,
3: yeah, I was not allowed to drink. Well, I don't remember if my grandma, but I was just I have I have height issues as it is, and you know, like <laughs> they were like it'll stunt your growth, blah 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 blah. So well, you know, I mean I we not. have
4: to we have to look at the areas that we grew up. I mean. I feel like in urban areas people are more kids are more inclined, they're more independent, they have access to a lot of things. I grew up in the suburbs, so no, That's we true. didn't drink coffee. Yeah. You grew up in the suburbs, so you didn't like who here did not grow up in the suburbs?
2: I grew up in the well, I'm just saying, like all these kids drinking coffee without drinking like rappuccinos and all these like sweet like carlo, I, I caramel macchiatos. I'm like, yeah. if you're
1: gonna drink coffee, drink coffee. I definitely started on the uh vanilla beef. No coffee rappuccino. Yeah, I, I saw another like, the It was like my I want a milkshake, but this is cheaper. Uh, so <laughs> oh. I think I think that I went from that, but then I eventually went like I I like turn up. I like turned up and like <laughs> went straight to black coffee. Oh
3: my yeah. god. You
4: got a real emo real quick.
1: I'm just
4: saying. Is that when you started growing
2: know. facial hair and shaving and stuff? <laughs> I'm just saying, if you want to drink right. coffee, I want to taste it, right? You want to taste the coffee. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah.
1: And it, I, I actually I think what it was was I <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. I think I went from, like, Frappuccino's to then, oh, you know what it was? Cafe Dulce Uh, (laughs) (laughs) then True L.A. And then, like, James James Choi. If you don't know James Choi, then you should know James Choi. He's an awesome, awesome human. And he he was so supportive of Tuesday Night Cafe when he first moved in and a lot of other community organizations in J-Town. And so um, (laughs) I think I would, like, go to Dulce to support him and then – he, he would always be pulling espresso. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I don't want to order, like, like a, a cappuccino. You want to no look cool, right? You want, yeah, you I want was to like, baby like, drink. It's like, shoot, I want to impress James Joy. All right, we're <laughs> going to go with an espresso. And then, so he pulled, like, an espresso. And then he was like, do you want water back with that? And I'm like, uh, sure. <laughs> and he hands me this, like, seltzer water. And so then I, like, take him. like, thanks, man. And I go back to my seat. Did you and know what to do with it? I immediately well, there take on my phone and Google water back. Was there a Google back then? Self reliant. Self reliant. And for, so dude? I immediately look up, Well, what what's a water what's a water back? What do I do with this? And so then I'm like, Okay, got it. And then I like do it. And so then <laughs> I started drinking espresso. And and yeah.
3: Honestly, it's funny because the way I think of Starbucks, I think, and coffee and whatever, even though I wasn't a big, it was a trend thing. It was not because I actually enjoyed coffee. I'm not a big coffee person. I love the smell, whatever. But I feel like coffee and Starbucks when I was an adolescent is kind of like what boba is now to a lot of youngsters out there. I'm still not big on boba.
2: I grew up with that. Pearl tea. I'm from PMT. I'm from, no, it's boba. It was for me I grew up with, bu- bubble, with bubble tea, tea. yeah bubble tea,
3: bubble, or, tea. bubble tea or pearl tea bubble it tea.
2: was always bubble for me and but anyways that's where are you from again that's why I like it I'm from it. See, oh, San Diego. San oh yeah that's OG that's, yeah, that's and you're Bay right, mm-hmm. so, yeah. bay is... you're bay, right? Mm-hmm. so Bay is Bay is pearl tea right pearl or, tea. or bubble tea we It's bubble pearl and bubble it's bubble tea in the east coast that's for sure yeah, that's they why call it bubble tea I saw bubble tea in Minnesota
4: sorry we call it bubble tea in Minnesota. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I, I had to take a quick hiatus. but
2: I turned her down. This That was my fault. This has been the collaboration production minute. What, 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 table, what, but um you turn her microphone
4: down. But no, we call it bubble tea in Minnesota, and we also called it Asian tea because always oh, say Asian kids who got bubble tea. And I was like, what are those? Why are all those Asian people together? What's going on? <laughs> They're getting bubble what are they, tea. What are
2: they drinking? See, I don't get the bobas anymore because as Minji knows from hanging out with me, I choke on stuff a lot. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. oh man
4: oh there's so but, many jokes I want to make right now that I'm not going to it's
0: worrisome.
2: Uh, I remember when it first came out it was, like, it was, it was high school um, and there was this one place that had it and then it started spreading and all of a sudden this place opened across the street from my high school which we went to because it has like the Marvelous Capcom cabinets. started selling it so we had easy access to it and then you know, did people used to spit the balls when you were growing up? I didn't
1: because I wasn't into
2: it for a oh, while. But ditto. Yeah. That was a big thing in my house, so it's like People started like spitting the boba balls can, at people. Can we people, just, can we just then... pause
1: for a moment and take in that Marvin said, I remember when the first one opened. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. We we glazed over that. It was at the food court
2: in, um, I think it was Arcadia or something. How do you know it was the first one? Well, it was the first time I had it and everyone... <laughs> Therefore, that was... A well, game. I remember the first It was comments. back before <laughs> there was back before Tea Stations, back before lolly cups. It was like, it was just this one cafe that had it that I knew of at the time. And then, like, immediately no, after that's that, all the, all, the, all the lolly cups started opening up. I'm then,
3: pretty sure if you lived in San Gabriel, it was probably... It was yeah. ground zero. That's it, yeah, pretty, be yeah. really fair. It wow. is, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, well, not... Oakland was probably a second. Yeah, Oakland was probably...
1: <laughs> we, we got ours... Um... We had to drive like forty minutes to get our Asian anything. Actually, no. Right next to the Costco, was there again? was like a Chinese superstar Come on, um, Millburn, New Jersey. Oh, home of Anne Hathaway and Ultimate Frisbee. Nice. Those
2: are <laughs> That's like quite a call. our two That's things that are
1: really, like to see. Like hometown pride, right <laughs> For there. For real. Shout out to the 973, <laughs> <Short> Hills Mall. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it was it was like you had to drive. So you had to first off Chinese food. In our town, there was one restaurant called Lingling, Lingling, Ling. which had a kids' menu. that's old Panda named Ling Ling. Teriyaki chicken and fries. Um, we <laughs> that had that sounds delicious. Actually, well, it was, actually, <laughs> actually <hungry. laughs> well, hungry it was also good because you could get stuff with brown sauce. Which I don't know, East Coasters listening, you may recognize brown sauce. I don't know if they still do that, but it was just like generic <laughs> Asian sauce. What did brown sauce taste like? It was just like. At plum? I don't know. It's like some. It's a
3: mix of teriyaki, plum, soy, and all wow. the things. Soy
1: miso, ginger, yes. yuzu. Um, yeah. And so, but to get like our, our Asian on to mm. say, we would have to drive to either Fort Lee or Palisades Park, which is where all the Korean people lived. Mm. Which is not a joke. It was literally Lee Park. So and Korean. then it was very Korean. Jersey's very. Not I feel there. like, though I grew There's a up, lot of things. I grew up listening to a lot of K-pop before it was cool. Ditto. old school hate ditto. hate ditto H-O-T G-O-D H-O-T S-E-S S-E-S yes. oh Finkel. my goodness one time one time
4: one time for your life
1: I can do a bunch of the bola dances because of our international we will be
3: recording this at a later time anyway still oh, but number
1: yeah, so I can do that one and so anyway so we would drive we'd have to drive 40 minutes to Rutgers University wow to get our boba mm. our bubble tea
3: see and that's nice. cool because I feel like that's again kind of like the university the young you know that little age wreck that's where all yeah. the the things start around them so taking this tangent
2: even further than we've taken it from our original starbucks discussion um what gen- are you are you Yonsei or yon you, yes. so you're that's okay. fourth, generation, fourth generation right fourth generation yeah so Shit. all of us we're, <laughs> so we're all second or 1.5 generation like we sure i, I want to ask how was it
1: like to have asian americans as parents <laughs>
4: AKA, yeah. how are we going to be how like we one gonna be, How are we going to be parents? How so are we going to be like... I've
1: actually had this conversation with a bunch of people over the past yeah. few weeks. Um, I, I find it... Well, I've never gone to ask that question that way. Um, <laughs> Tell us. I We're mean, also very
2: curious, to be I'm perfectly honest.
1: I mean, I think this could be a whole other like No, for real. <laughs> conversation. I want to... But I mean, I guess for what, what I'll say is what it was like being on the other side of the glass maybe. Like for me, I would look because I, I grew up in Vancouver originally, actually, which is predominantly Cantonese. Oh, so a lot Canada. of like, Oh, yeah, our home in native native land. Land. True. land. I don't know the Canadian, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. It was. Wait, so you're are you Canadian? I'm I'm dual
2: citizen. Okay. Yeah, I was born I'm in Canadian, and she's Naomi's basically Canadian. I am
4: pretty much a Canadian. <laughs> I mean, when you're
2: from Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. Minnesota. Hot dish. Hot dish. I've heard of hot dish, but I don't know what it hattish is. Hot dish in bars.
3: So I want to know.
1: In your Buddha fish. <laughs> um, well, it was, it was, it's, it's like you sort of grow up, um, like not really. Well, okay. And I was in a very specific context. I was surrounded by um, second generation mm. Chinese Canadians. And so, um, It's funny watching Fresh Off the Boat because I'm kind of recognizing it, but in like (laughs) a sort of like, oh, that's what I wanted Uh, kind of way. uh. So like um, everyone kind of jokes about trading their like Asian food for sandwiches. I was trading my fruit roll-ups for my friends like Chinese crackers.
4: (laughs) This is a sitcom right here. No. no. This is a sitcom. Sean Mira
1: And like, like my friends were the ones... Like my brother came home to school one day and asked my mom if we were chinese like <laughs> you know like it's it's just something that I don't even know how to describe it because I think i would I would have to sort of in re- it would have to be in reference to like a specific experience you had, like right, maybe if you have a specific question, oh, or like
2: i mean just in terms of just um okay, how about the um pressure to succeed academically was that something is that something that's passed down through the generations so
1: my or- dad's a math professor okay oh, and shit. my mom was a lawyer <laughs> <laughs> so the pressure was there i mean it was different though and um i mean i guess just to explain what it was and you can be like oh that that's on or it's not i mean for me it was more my parents wanted me to succeed so that i could have a lot of options Mm. Mm -hmm. um my parents were always big about what makes you happy
0: yeah
1: um not in like a oh do whatever you want kind of way but in like a pick what you want to do and do it really well yeah so um for example um my mom was always trying to figure out what i liked (laughs) like not in like a helicopter parent kind of way but in like a Oh, I see you really like reading this one book. Do you want to read more books like it? Let me buy you all of the books like it. And it was kind of like, okay, now I have a library of this one book. <laughs> Let me read them all. Or like um for an, for a moment, when I was younger, I really wanted to be an actor. And so she was like always like, "Hey, do you want to take this class or do you want to take this class or this class?" What? This class? What?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, and it's yeah. And so like It's funny, though, because actually, and this is, I guess, where it goes to your question. um, Because I was surrounded by so many kids whose parents were not like that, Mm. I kind of assumed that my parents weren't actually like that. So there were moments when I would, in my head, be like, oh, I really want to get into the arts, but I don't think my parents would go for that because Asian parents don't go for that. Interesting. And so I actually would kind of self-inhibit And be a little bit, like, I'm going to, in secret, be working on this, like, video project, Mm. but I'm not going to necessarily show my parents because I don't want them to really know about that. Wow. Interesting. Um, And it wasn't really until, actually, I was out of college and I... um. So in another lifetime, I was a hip-hop dancer. So I did this um, this, set at, <laughs> what? Um, I did this set at Tuesday Night You mean Cafe. this life? <laughs> this life you're a hip-hop he still is. dancer? You're I, you're I, saw the,
4: I saw those hips. The other I night, saw them hips. Life. Um,
1: and so I performed at Tuesday night, and my, my dad watched. Um, and he, he called me like two days later, math professor dad. And he was like, hey, so good, really good performance. I was like, thank you. He goes, oh, um, that's so sweet. No, And by this time, I'd, I'd gotten like a stable job. And he goes, are you happy in the work that you're doing? <laughs> oh. And I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, well, you know, like you've always been like a writer. And I don't know, like, don't you want to be doing something more creative? <laughs> and that was like the moment when I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, there were a lot of things I could have been doing up to now, <laughs> um, and I don't blame that on my parents. I I, I blame it on on society, but, it's but you know, societal, it's so, you but, jerks. No, but like I I think you know in hindsight, you sort of look back at a lot of stuff your parents did, and you're like, oh, I totally misinterpreted that. Yeah, for sure, I'll totally, like, totally,
4: yeah. totally. Versus like Minji and I, have like completely rep- repressing our creative acting side <laughs> for so many years yeah. until you know a movie came out and. I had to tell them. Yeah, I'm not
3: there yet, but I... No, but...
4: But yeah, you know, I I always joked about it. And this is not to, of course, marginalize or make fun of the LGBTQ experience, but like we have something called coming out to Asian parents, and that's when you come out as an artist to your Asian parents. (laughs) (laughs) For example, yes, dad, mother... I no longer work for the secretary of state oh, and, and uh yes I am in a, a movie and no I'm not going to Utah for business I'm going for a dance sorry <laughs> can, can can you still can you still drop me off at the airport though because because you know I am going to go by, and then can you pick me up at at you know 11 p.m. even oh, though you man. like to sleep thanks okay bye uh, and can I get some money <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. how they come
3: around. I mean, like we talk about this all the time. This is an ongoing conversation because it's a journey of like Oh yeah. It,
4: it is it is a journey. Well, I mean, it's interesting because my parents have never seen me perform theater where I've had much more prolific and much more um interesting roles. I mean, Dear White People is a very interesting role, but my role is very small versus theater. I've I I would spend, you know, a lot of time on stage, especially since I um did solo performances. Wow. So Uh, So my parents never went to that, and it was always my older sister that went, and she was, you know, she, my sister was great in terms, you know, she is still great. She's my number one fan. She's my number one supporter. And so she would go. Sometimes my brother in law would go. Adam, that mm. poor guy. Um, <laughs> Adam, Adam is a is a Minnesotan, a white Minnesotan from small town Minnesota, and he really loves football. And he's just like, what? What is this weird shit that my Milo... little? <laughs> what, what is this? What is this theater theater crap that my sister in law is doing? And that. Actually I kinda have to go because, you know, I recently married you know <laughs> <laughs> I married you know kind of, kind my wife we did not think this through. Yeah. And, I didn't know it was and, and my she wife is telling me. me to go. But oh no. Don't worry. Hey Adam, thanks yeah. too. But um but so you know, My parents, we did a special screening of Dear White People um, May 2014 back in Minnesota when I was still living there. My parents went. And this was really interesting because I was doing a theater show at that time that no one went to in my family. Just my sister went to the theater show and I had a lead role in it. And, and she goes, oh, okay, cool. It was nice. But um, my parents went to go see it. And this was the first time that my parents have actually seen me perform professionally. Wow. And... Wow. and the response was just, they're so Korean <laughs> because, because my my father my father just said, meh you know he did he didn't really he didn't really have much to say at first, he kind of just snorted a little bit and meh, 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 meh. he literally i'm I'm quoting sound by sound <laughs> and 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 that, and then my mother my mother goes, she goes um okay and then she actually said i think maybe you should look for a real job again oh, and geez. and i go oh oof. that was rough but i mean it's it's been a journey and then you know luckily i at that point i shot this uh a second film that that i was that i was in and and my dad my dad goes good get more work Okay. <laughs> so so you review my first movie with <laughs> and and then go on to the second one going, "Yeah, get paid. Get money." versus and then especially what what happened is in August I moved back home for a month when my old lease was up and then I was moving out to LA. So I was back home for a month and you know, when you live with your parents again, it's always a rough journey. But mm. uh my my dad is really big on my parents are really big on Korean television and they really know what's going on in Korean in terms of entertainment, ironically, but while well, not knowing anything that's going on in the United States, unless it's Jackie Chan doing another rush hour. <laughs> 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 Is he doing another rush hour? No, he's not.
3: They made the show. They're sense. making
1: a they're show. Making, they're, oh, they're making, making the, the show.
4: show right, yeah. yeah. Right. But, um, but then there's this uh, Korean actress who I guess has a part in the new Avengers movie. Age of Ultron, and my dad, you know, he's reading these Korean news sites, and he goes, he goes, that's my Korean name, Unji Unji. Hey, look, look, there's this Korean actress who's doing this new Avengers movie, Age of Ultron, and I go, oh, okay, that's that's cool. And he and he goes, why aren't you in it? <laughs> <laughs> and, Get on that, yeah. And he goes, he goes, why aren't why? you on that? <laughs> and you know, I was trying to explain the intricacies of Hollywood <laughs> to my father by, by, you know, being really, fr- being really frank. The reason why you have big star East Asian actors in these Hollywood movies is because they want to sell the tickets in Asia. And I was mm. trying to explain this to my father. And he goes, and he goes, no, no, it's because you're not good enough. Wow. <laughs> And then not just my talent, but also saying you're not good-looking enough to be on screen, which I promptly responded, well, that's your fault. You gave me half of your <laughs> <chance."> <laughs> Boom. Naomi call everybody. flooding yeah. those gates. Now We're keeping call. it 100 in this family. But so, you know, it's it's really interesting, you know, for, for my parents as they mm. – as. You know, now I'm the only person in the Co family that lives in Los Angeles, that lives in California. My family does not venture out to the West Coast. We are East Coast and Midwest and Southern folk.
2: How did the coast end up in Minnesota?
4: Because uh, my aunt lived in Minnesota. She, my aunt, uh, married an American soldier after the Korean War, and they lived in Minnesota. And so... uh, They were lucky enough, my my dad and his brothers were lucky enough to get sponsorship through my aunt and her Mm. American husband and moved to Minnesota, went to high school in Minnesota and ended up going to college in Minnesota. Okay. And, and, yeah. And I mean, Minnesota, I mean, it may be cold, but, you know, there's a huge influx of of immigrants. Well, actually, refugees, not necessarily immigrants, but my parents... My dad actually saw the opportunity in terms of the welfare that the state of Minnesota provides for um, new Americans, and then also, uh, well, I mean, Minnesota is a huge hub in terms of jobs. It's yeah. huge. It's a huge. It's a huge yeah. hub for that. So Best
2: Buys there, targets there. Yeah. So so, many, so yeah. my
4: dad was like, mm, "God, make that <laughs> money." And also, he does. N- <clears throat> he's not Christian, so he was like, "No, L.A. for me. Goodbye." <laughs> Bye. <laughs> But yeah, so it's really interesting to have, I mean, Minji and I have had so many conversations about this with her, about our parents who, who see us in this industry, and especially that our, our parents are Korean, and South Korea is such a mecca in terms of pop culture, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that, that it's funny to, to now see them going, hey, but this Korean person is now in this new Terminator movie, why can't you be like this Korean superstar and be a Terminator in, in the term? Terminator movie. You're Korean too. It should be easy, right?
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's really hard to like explain and it's, well, it's interesting for us to just even be in it and learning, right? Like just being around artists, like I'm around singers and what, you know, poets and dancers and tons of community orgs that support them and like learning that path but then acting, learning the ins and outs of Hollywood and then also having to explain that to my parents about how that's different than Korean culture yeah. because my parents are very Christian and like I think a lot of their concern with me being an act, Because, you know, I'm saying, just like conservative Asian parents, not, it's not only about the instability and job security stuff and all that stuff. It's about virtue. It's about morality. It's and about...
4: perception.
3: Perception, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. image, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can see how for like all these really conservative parents, whether you're Asian or not, but especially with Asian parents who are conservative, they're just going to like, you know, you're likening being an actress to being like a prostitute or being somebody that... You know, and I look at it... 18th
4: century England where Shakespearean actors were prostitutes or Degas baller- ballerinas who were also prostitutes.
3: See, she educates me in mm-hmm. anything art history and literature related because she knows everything. But you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and then fast forward 200 years or whatever to Mardi, still the same perception, still yeah. the same image. And to be honest, as a female in the entertainment industry there's still a lot of truth to it mm-hmm. in terms of like the expectations and like how women are treated and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, again, okay, this could be a whole other conversation. Yeah, totally. Um, and the glamorization of, of being an artist, it's just, it's so interesting to me Yeah. just yeah. from like a, a person who's trying to study and pursue it, but also from a behind the scenes perspective of like, well, this is so, this is like all that glitters is gold. <laughs>
0: Yeah. garbage yeah, you know
3: yeah. What I mean yeah it's not it's all image it's all perception people don't see the work they don't see the rejection they don't see like the insecurity
4: and yeah. the you know what I mean yeah. um yeah especially my parents um because when I first went out to Sundance for dear white people I got a lot of press in Minnesota because of it and my parents were seeing these photos and they thought that when i in you know in at Sundance you are getting your photo taken you are doing interviews you are walking red carpets Mm -hmm. because that's what you're there for Mm -hmm. you have to promote your film and you have to do the obligations of what the film publicist will tell you to do but my my parents have this perception now that i'm in la and they think i'm walking red carpets and (laughs) they think and they think i'm doing all this really glamorous stuff well first i hate walking the red carpet it's the most awkward thing in the world (laughs) step smile step smile but it's not even step smile step Olsen twin pout. <laughs> 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 we need this on video. But, but um, yeah, step mice, but it's, it's funny. It's funny. And I don't even think that's necessarily an Asian American or a Korean immigrant kind right. of perception that yeah. I feel like that's a parent who's removed from this industry, who's looking at their child making such a high, you know, doing such a high risk thing because it's not just my parents it's my friends, parents back home in Minnesota too, who think I live this really glamorous life hmm. in, in Los Angeles. Well, I live in Mid-City, not Beverly Hills. And yeah, I still drive that 2008 Hyundai. Hell yeah, you do. That's what I look for, the Minnesota license plate. That's keep right. Just keep I personally hustling. think that Sean
3: is an excellent red carpet walker. He's got the swag and he's the at dancer. Yeah. But oh, yeah. for some of us, it it's... is not that easy. Well,
4: sometimes so the photographer has me, to no. adjust the light to move no. down because their subject is only five feet tall. That's me. That's you. (laughs) I'm five one, thank you. I'm sorry, five one. Yeah. And then five four with heels. Yes, exactly.
1: But yeah, no, I mean I think I think actually though, like to that I thought that was interesting talking about image and perception because that anxiety I think that is something that stayed in my family. Yeah. Um and I think that's just very much at the base of like the fact that we come from immigrant communities that are perceived at some point in the passes have been really really small.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's like, well, not only am I answering to how well I'm doing in front of everyone around me, but also the folks back at home. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So mm-hmm. like, you know,
1: I mean, I hear stories about my great-great-grandpa, my great-great-great-grandpa and how he was doing stuff like literally out of shame and not wanting the folks back at home to find out that, you know. Right. He came yeah. into America without papers and yeah. stuff like that. Right. And so when I moved out here, my mom was and I mean she she's way past this, and I know she's listening to it. She's probably gonna be horrified that I'm even saying this. I love you, mom. but um when i when I moved out here, I remember when I moved out here, I started getting involved in little Tokyo, doing a lot of community work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She would say she grew up in Gardena, which is south of here, a mm-hmm. huge historic Japanese American community. It was like the biggest Japanese community outside of Japan for a while. I think, maybe tied with Brazil or Brazil was larger or something like that, but wow. um. She was saying, you know, you know, when you're in the Japanese American community, you gotta watch out.
0: Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was,
1: she was kind of just left it at that too. She was just like, <laughs> you, "You gotta watch out." Watch and out. I, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Do people have knives? What am I watching out for? No, so, I
4: mean, yeah, that's yeah. really interesting. You know, my parents have no kind of grounding in the Los Angeles Korean American community. They just don't, because you know, not believing in God is kind of number one red flag but (laughs) 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 but no but really um even that and my mom was telling me like you have to be careful living in koreatown you have to dress a certain way you have to act a certain way and and my mom goes she goes i know you're leaving minnesota and every korean knows each other in minnesota i mean come on it's minnesota but but going to la where i didn't know anybody i knew jenny yang She's the most Korean person I knew in Los Angeles. <laughs> Jenny is first... pretty Korean, though. She, she,
2: Jenny yeah. grew up in Torrance, which is right near Gardena, which is right near yeah. Gardena, yeah. which is a melting
1: pot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah, but yeah. but that that even that anxiety that would I do something embarrassing in K Town that's gonna that's gonna reach the ears to Minnesota? It's it's weird, and that must be that's a tough life to live. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I try to I try to keep that in mind mm-hmm. because I I tell I acknowledge to my parents I know I'm an extension of you but also I'm very clear with them. and this has taken years to get to that point of our conversation to say like I am you like I'm a product of you and your upbringing but I'm also me I live yeah. in a different time so that is it's years and years of like this conversation trust me so many fights and so many tears and so many like you just don't get it feeling frustrated like. And really, like always, try and like see it from their side. It's a again, it's like an ongoing thing. And like I was saying, you, know, I just came out of the closet about acting this past holiday season, so it's yeah. still a fresh topic. And it's gonna be a while before they have any sort of comfort with it, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah, I have
4: to accept that and just yeah. like,
0: yeah.
4: okay, distance makes the heart fonder. Because when Minchie's mom came to town, she was so proud of everything that you were doing, which is great. Yeah. But you know, but when I first joked, yeah. I like joked about being an actor, and it's funny because my
3: mom's the one that put me in theater because I like, you know, at church I started at theater in church every year I did the Christmas play, so she's the one who like got me into it. And but then like when I joked about it, I mean, she went, and my mom's like a total sweetheart, but she ripped me a new one. <laughs> and it was a lot about like my virtue. It was a lot about like you can't live that that life. You know what I mean? In her head, it was a very specific life that I. Should and, you know, will never live. So
1: There's kind of that joke, right? Like, make your kids play piano, but not for too long. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
4: But the thing is, is that if you are an amazing pianist, then you go to Juilliard and you become a concert pianist. That's totally okay with our Asian parents. That's totally cool because that's respectable art versus...
3: They only knew what happens in performing arts schools.
4: I know. Just saying, people are doing it. People are doing it. People are doing it. What? What? Wow.
2: Oh. So this conversation is taking the roller coaster ride from it's our original conversation. Topic You knew next topic. about Starbucks. We're actually running, <laughs> running out of time. We didn't even touch on Deadline or Milan. Oh,
4: we don't really need to talk about Deadline. It's the same yeah. old, same yeah, old. It's just, it's yeah, for real. It's That's the same it. old, same old. That's it. The man right. trying to beat us down. And this time, it was just a woman journalist.
1: Yeah. And and I mean my my response to it is always if if you see something like that, write something better. Yeah, yeah. I, make something better. Yeah, like it's whatever I see that that motivates me to not even bother responding. Just be like, yeah. all right, I'm gonna do something that's
4: giant. I roll,
1: and then all
2: right, really quick, just a sentence or thing. Thoughts about Mulan? Excited?
4: I'm excited.
1: I want it. I want to see it um,
4: Sean's, Sean's like I would like to audition for all the roles please
1: I mean if it, if, I would
4: like Sean
3: to audition for all there the roles are any,
2: Sean has to be the hip hop dragon right oh, or God. something like,
1: so I, 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 hope they, I hope they figure Mushu out in yeah, a for good real. way so he doesn't become Jar Jar Binks I mean, <laughs>
3: I just, it's, I, that's my biggest, oh my well, do they,
2: do they keep the animal sidekicks? Cause I haven't seen the new Cinderella yet. Is this still they like keep
3: the animal sidekicks, um, but like with Cinderella, they Cinderella, they had Gus, Gus and they had Jacques. Well, they actually turned Jacques into Jacqueline, um, but they never, <laughs> we talk. We. so they, they interact with Cinderella. Mm. She talks to them, but they weren't uh they weren't, they didn't have the voices and they didn't do the, all that stuff in the cartoon. Yeah. I
1: mean, so like there were, you know, they, they try to make ultra, like they could pull like a Julie Tamer and make Mushu into like an anthropomorphic, like. Like, like or, or not even yeah. at the point. Well, I like want the human. cricket because live
2: action crickets are gross. Yeah,
3: yeah,
4: yeah.
2: But know, the
3: cricket in, in the cartoon is. But adorable. I think
4: I think a good indication of how that's going to work is when because right now Disney is actually shooting Beauty and the Beast right now with Emma Watson playing Belle. Virgin, so I, yeah. we're gonna. I mean, yeah. after seeing because we're dealing with a a a beast, a animal man. <laughs> and it's probably and like how how are they gonna. Because then we can see that, and yeah. that can be a good indication about how Mulan is going to be. And I mean, I mean, let's be real. They got to focus on making sure that they can shoot in China first. For real. Yeah. So. <laughs> you yeah. Yeah. can shoot be, anywhere now with yeah. technology. That's true. That's true. But how cool the would be fake how set. how I I am imagining this amazing shot. Hey Disney, do you need a director? Naomi Co is here. But just kidding. You gotta sort of the Great Wall. No, no no no. Strike 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 that from the conversation. Okay, Marvin. I don't want to seem too desperate. And <laughs> but wasn't I wasn't desperate until he called it out. <laughs> hey, I keep it one hundred here. But um, but I you know how cool would it be to shoot at the Great Wall of China and yeah. you know horseback and this awesome woman who's on horseback and she has a sword and, oh man. And then that one
1: dude is, now
4: all of China knows you're here.
1: And then (laughs) Sean Yu goes, good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready for that. But okay, to add to that image, one change I would like to see and this will, this will be in my forthcoming blog post, downlyjtown.com. you want to see my oh, mom, <laughs> get it on? No, well, my, the one thing I would think, I think is really cool, because I was thinking about this casting and I was like, who are they going to replace Pam Marita with, who played the Emperor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Joan Chen. Yes. What if instead of the Emperor, they had an Empress? That was your Empress. Because first off, there's only like three female characters in this female yes. empowerment movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, second, how badass would it be to have like the Imperial palace fireworks going off billions of people like dragon dances and like kites and shit and stuff. And then like Joan Chen, who is this? Like <laughs> regal.
4: She is very regal. She is regal. She's very regal. She owns that
3: room. Whatever she, you know,
1: and like putting that medallion thing on Mulan, and then it's just I don't know. Okay, that,
4: can, can I can now I play can I play devil up. devil's advocate for that a little y- yes, bit? Yes. Think about the actual political implications if the emperor of China was actually an empress and allowed the Huns to infiltrate China so much. When that, I feel like that would make some sort of statement. Saying that women cannot be good rulers because they allow she allowed the Huns well, to come in. I only have to. Okay, yep. <laughs> you no, know, I got you. I got you. I got you. So, well, I mean, historically, <laughs> there has been girl. powerful
2: empresses. There, there have been empresses all yeah.
1: throughout. I know because I looked it up on Wikipedia. Yeah, I
2: mean, <laughs> nice.
4: there there has been, Google but it. but for there's, example, but there's been
2: countless Chinese dramas made after like just um, this one Dowager Empress is just badass. She like yeah gets her way and like just controls I, 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 the country. I for, totally
1: like, hear years. what you're saying, and that's actually where. What I think, the other part of it is, I think they'll need to really think about the way that the Huns are mm-hmm. introduced into the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that is already like, okay, who are the Huns, and mm-hmm. how are you going to be casting them? Mm-hmm. How are you going to complicate this? They better not this? be
4: tan Chinese people. I'm going to be so yeah. Mad is, this, that is, is this is this going to is this going to be
1: some like weird pro-imperial story that's totally like. Pro-government and anti-rebellion and do you? Really, yeah. I really. This, my you know? question
3: to that is: Are they even going to think of that? Do you know what I mean? It's and they won't. You mean, know, you know, know it's, it's going to be it's like... going to
1: be Mulan starring Jennifer Lawrence, but like
3: <laughs> Scarlett <laughs> Johansson, you guys, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> is it that,
2: what's that one movie where like I saw these like articles about like how
1: instead of zombies, it's Asian mobs. Oh, right? I didn't even bother clicking on that, but I saw that.
3: Yeah, I, uh,
4: I don't read everything. I. I mean. I mean. Mulan is interesting, but we have, um, with you know, Beauty and the Beast coming out, and that's not slated until two thousand seventeen. This is going to be in development for quite some time. So, so
1: we have three years of thought pieces
4: to so, writers, so yes. bloggers. So what we need to do is podcast. infiltrate Disney. Let's start. I'll start.
3: Beauty the Beast,
4: and then and build and work our way up and work our way up. I'm telling yeah.
3: you though, this like what we've been saying for quite a while you know, the conversation is getting stronger and louder every day and it's getting more complex. It's getting more – it's just getting layered because it's not something like, we need more Asians. It's like, well, okay, let's, like, actually talk about the cultural implications of, like, history, about everything. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's all on the table now and that's what I want to continue. And if we have three years to do that, if that's our time (laughs) span, then let's use it well because, you know, I'm all about that. I
4: I think it's going to happen now that, you know, Dr. Ken – is they yeah. shot the pilot for Doctor Ken mm-hmm. and right now, a um, little insider tip, a uh, one-hour drama about Asian American families is starting to come up. What you, you say? Pitch. What you say?
2: What you say? I don't. Am, am I am I in a matrix? Is this <laughs> fantasy land that I'm living? No, here? but so but if you're but looking
0: the... for
1: an actor who is not under SAG or anything, um, but yeah, <laughs> is told that. He has a nice podcast voice. And, and is, is a badass hip hop dancer.
2: Yeah, if you need moves. if you
1: need something to break in the hip hop dance in the middle, yeah. that's awesome. That's really awesome.
4: Yeah, I mean it's not it's not slated, but you know there there are talks about that going along and and happening because we we do have a successful half hour comedy. Now we need the successful one hour drama. Yeah, and, and um, you know
1: I totally I actually really love like to to the way that that what you just dropped meshes mm-hmm. with what Minji was saying because I feel like I was getting frustrated with the level of con- with the conversation because I was hearing so much about like we need like more Asian dudes who are dating Asian women on TV and like I felt like that was so much of the conversation I kind of loved that at a point where intricate conversation is valued yeah and People are actually like, okay, that was some level one stuff. Let's Mm -hmm. talk about other things. I
4: mean, I mean, it it has been kind of a slow transition for our community, but I think we're at we're at the point where, uh, you know, I look at I look at us at this table. I look at I look at who I work with, and I'm looking at who I'm who we're we're rising up at the same time. And so as we rise up through the ranks, we are changing the conversation. Word yes. up. Save the
1: world. Who's
2: Change gonna the world.
3: Save the world. Anyways.
1: Naomi Ko <laughs> is going to save the world.
3: I'm her sidekick. Own it, girl. Naomi Minji.
1: Yeah?
2: All right. Naomi Minji, Jenny, all these crazy powerful women. Uh, hit, like hit, hit. Breaking walls. And, and also movies. men, too. Names. Yeah,
4: no. Also, also, our
3: brothers. For real got a lot of right, Marvin, good you bros right. you ready to let's
2: go do this. let's do, do this let's all do right this. Put the this is a call out for all you guys I really no, it's, always, it's, always, yeah, yeah.
4: it's always a call out for real you know, we step up to the plate step up, <laughs> step up because no, really. if we if you're not gonna do it now you're never gonna do it yeah so do it now
1: make things I really, I really loved. Um, I was listening to the Jenny Yang podcast, Okay, so I listened to a bunch of the collaboration podcasts in preparation. What people listen to us? <laughs> listen to us. You. And so I really, we I really, listen. I Come really love, loved how passionate y'all got about, especially Bullet Train, and talking about you know women and Asian American women and media. And I, I just love what I like about this podcast is you two just get super passionate and go, yeah, where you need to go. Whereas I think a lot of artists feel like they they can't get quote-unquote too political and so I kind of but I kind of love that y'all are like like no we're gonna we're collaboration and we're just gonna go there because that's where we yeah. need to be and I think it probably is giving per- permission to folks who are listening to
2: yeah. have yeah. this conversation keep it
4: 100 keep that's I mean, what 100. you guys that's what you guys do keep it I mean, 100
2: that's one side of it the other side is drunk stories of me running the walls and get, cracking my head open <laughs> those, 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 <laughs> that was really those, funny those, those, <laughs> those, <laughs> those <laughs> all have to be independent of each other yeah. I, real, I, I realized while I was listening to our podcast again, like I talk about
1: my social life way too much hey the,
4: hey that's a great thing you know, Marvin. yeah there, there that's was, a great thing there was Lifestyle. this musician chrissy
1: Gimo. he was amazing amazing <laughs> ed- educator and like organizer back in the 60s 60s 70s like and so on and so forth yeah. and he would always and he said like you know the best part of being in the movement was that it was just fun yeah yeah, yeah. you know i'm just saying i can't now,
2: minji can't grab a beer with me so i just i just need beer buddies <laughs> i think that's i put in the call out too okay I guys so take me out to a beer yeah. If, if you're listening to this, take, Marvin, take Marvin, we can. We can beer. I also we can
4: drink totally whiskey. Drink beer. Yeah. Yes, no, Naomi can. Yes, I hang can drink the whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and we can drink scotch. And because... then I'll
3: be the DD that it's called or something. <laughs> yes. I that don't would know. be great. That would be great. This, <laughs> great.
2: this is all working.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, John and
2: John's yeah. with... your Turning uh, off my phone. That's the one. reason I started this labor. podcast. Now that I have drinking buddies, we can call it. No, it's over.
3: No, what I say with collaboration with the podcast with everything our guests and everything that we talk about, whether it's like super Asian centric or not. Point is, I'm just going to be like super yeah. transparent here. We are just living our lives and just talking about it, whether it is because we are Asian American. So whatever we are living is Asian American. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We're it's giving just you like in the
2: window into like just we're all members of the movement. We're all, you know, we work with cool people all the time. Sean, Naomi, you guys are awesome. And, you know, sometimes we just want to, you know, share. In yeah. the awesomeness. And, you know, you guys all, everyone listening, all, you know, 80 of you. I think there's 80 of you guys listening. Unless there's people clicking on the download multiple times and tricking my analytics. That might be oh, happening, too. Oh, my God,
4: Marvin. People are listening. Marvin, people are. are listening. I know at least we five of them are me.
2: They're listening. Because I downloaded it on my phone and on my computer. <laughs> That's
1: pretty adorable. But they're yeah. listening. They're listening.
4: We're listening. We're, We're listening. listening. You know, I've listened to the very first podcast that you guys have done. And I, you know what? I think it's great. Because yeah. we gotta we got to start somewhere, right? And there's always there's no. always more there's Keep always talking. more to do there's Keep always doing. more to talk about. Well, wow. y'all y'all are working too, so yeah. I mean,
3: I'm so excited. To, I'm so upset because I can't go to Tuesday Night Cafe because I have work. I'm mean, because class. It mm. is work. It is work. Speaking it's of work. Tuesday
2: Night Cafe, now but we were this is supposed I'll to be, be, be a experience. short little segue about Mulan turned into this big like
1: like
4: oh, pat myself in
1: the back thing.
2: Uh, which which
4: we don't really do as a community, so we needed that <laughs> moment. Yeah.
1: We love our Asian Americans are awesome. <laughs>
4: For they those are, of you who've you? made it
2: all you the way beautiful. to this part, <laughs> an do. hour and 30 minutes into this podcast. Whatever. Um, let's do a little plugs. Like You guys have cool stuff going on. Sean, Tuesday Night Cafe plugs. starts up again. Like You guys are
1: yes. April starting 7th. up um, next week. We're starting April 7th. Uh, if you go onto the internet, go on to google.com i'm gonna actually tell you how to do this <laughs> google.com just type in tuesday night project you're gonna come over to the website tuesday uh, there's information there we're having our first show of the season this is our 17th season what? we're like Ooh, getting like, up there One um, you're older than collaboration you guys seriously. are like big bro yeah. i mean it's 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 just chronology right it's <laughs> it's all love otherwise and so um we're, uh, we're kicking off with an amazing lineup. We got George Abe, who's one of the actually founding godfathers of Taiko and is this amazing oh, dude. Oh, I can't and wait. He's That's going to be fantastic. Opening is going to be. Oh, my God. I'm going to cry. We've, we've got this um, spoken word artist, Kelly Ping, who's yes. so yes. on her stuff. I love yes. her. Yes.
0: Yes. Um,
1: <laughs> Miharu Kumura, who is a yeah, so uh, singer songwriter, really, really soulful. Um, we got Dilo. Oh, nice. D-Lo. you've Love never D-Lo. seen Dilo. Oh, man, you gotta see Dilo. They oh. got Bosia, who, yes! can, who yes! can. And sweat. his marvelous mustache. Yes, and he can sweat through a leather jacket. And oh. then we're.
3: <laughs> and pink galactic pants.
1: Pink galactic pants. Yes. And then we're closing the night out with um, three of my buddies. We got Paul Date. Prisca, nice. Priscilla Liang, and Dan. Dan. Yes. Dan. Dan. Danica Dan. Danica Dan. So, Dream tri-
4: trio right there. Yeah, it's it's yeah.
1: going to be a good night. We got visual art from Alfie, Alfie Numeric, Alfie Abojo. Um, and now we're featuring VC Visual Communications with the uh, Asian American Film Fest. So check that out. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, yeah.
2: yeah. And for those of you who aren't in LA, they stream.
1: We stream.
4: Yeah. yeah. Yes. We stream.
1: TMTuesdayandproject.org slash watch live. You'll get to talk to Sarah who runs our, our thing. Feel free to comment. Tell us you're, where you're from and technology, man. You technology. can be
2: in uh Sean's hometown of Vancouver or Jersey and still see Tuesday Night Cafe. Did you That's say fantastic. John or Sean? Sean. I said Sean. Okay. Sean, I, said Sean. Okay. Oh, I heard John. John, Sean, Sean. Sean, Sean John. And you did this. One. And I was like, well, <laughs> like John, John's from New Jersey pointing, and Vancouver too? No, no. Oh, I was pointing to the east. Buddy.
3: Okay. East is where Jersey That's is. That's my west. To the so, east.
1: Okay. I don't know so. things. <laughs> Guys. Oh my goodness. She always sat at the east where things started. What? <laughs> and naomi
4: you have a movie
2: that just came out yeah
4: yeah so um i shot a indie film i'm in another indie film it's called the public domain and it's a film about uh, the aftermath of what happened to minneapolis after the 35 bridge collapse that happened in 2007 so right now um because it is a Minnesota film, we're doing a little special kind of week or two-week uh, r- release in Minnesota with Landmark Theaters and then uh, uh, doing a limited release uh, throughout the country uh, sometime, I I believe. I'm not I'm not entirely sure. But uh, for all of those l- listeners listening in Minnesota, go see it now. Come on. Do I, it. I actually <laughs> know a bunch
1: of people in Minnesota. Can you send me the... Yeah. I will distribute it. Yeah,
4: totally. But then uh, just keep your eyes and ears out. Um, I'm sure I will be blasting on social media when other folks in the country can see the film too. But very excited, you know. Indie film, doing it. Yeah. Nice. Get it, girl.
2: I know someone from Minnesota.
1: (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Is it it Naomi? (laughs) Because we all know her.
4: (laughs) I like like how every Asian-American thing, or not just Asian-American, I'm sorry, everything that I've done in LA that is about, you know doing a podcast or an interview or a tv show or something like that we've always had to spend so much time about me talk- talking about home from minnesota <laughs> i
2: haven't even asked about fargo yet
1: Far- fargo
2: is that minnesota that's north dakota that's north dakota oops Oh my but God. I don't know my geometry, but, but, geography, yeah. geography. <laughs> that it's, Asian I that don't Asian. know your English either. I guess that's a... <laughs> that's a
4: Fargo. Fargo is in North Dakota, but it is actually a Fargo. Minnesota thing. As Joel and Ethan Cohen are from St. Louis Park, Minnesota. See, i close.
1: Ooh. Ooh. I actually worked at a summer camp about an hour out of Fargo. Wow! Oh.
4: Concordia Teaching language summer camp, right? <laughs>
1: My students might
2: be listening. All right. Uh, We're going to wrap it up with some uh, collaboration updates. Uh, If you're in L.A., auditions are still up. If you're in Chicago, D.C., or uh, where else? Houston, you done messed up and missed auditions. Oh, heck no.
3: There's a couple cities that are accepting uh, online submissions, so check the website. Yeah. Audition.
4: And for L.A., audition
2: uh, applications are available at www.collaboration.org slash auditions, and um, L.A. applications are due on Friday. Um other things, Ooh. uh if you're in Boston for our listeners in Boston Boston um, Collaboration Boston is April seventeenth. Check out the Collaboration Boston Facebook page. Tickets are on sale now and you want to buy your tickets now because it will sell out.
3: By at the, the Royale y'all. Yeah. Ooh,
4: fancy. Fancy at the Royal Royale. and <laughs> Le
3: Royal
1: Collaboration. <laughs> <Oui. laughs> Le-hum I like Irish. how
4: we're speaking French in a town that's notoriously known for Irish people. In Boston, <laughs> Boston, Irish. I can't do a, uh, an Bustin Irish we? accent. Oh, I've been trying to do Bustin. an Irish
1: accent. Always goes. I always go full Scottish when I do it. Ni- Ni- oh. Very nice. Get
3: back into acting. Mm. What are you doing? They, they, try they, try they've
2: and. taken me Lucky Charms. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> we're done, Marvin. Speak, speak, we're gonna wrap up
2: now. Marvin is
3: finished. Speaking of
1: race together.
2: uh Let's go take some potatoes.
3: Oh, my God. God. <laughs> <What was that?
2: laughs> All right. If you guys have a topic you'd like us to touch upon, us, me, myself, Minji, and our, our wonderful guests, um, please thank write us at podcast at collaboration.org. We look forward to reading your questions on the air. Sean, Naomi, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you, you so much The door is for having always us. open thank for guests so to come back. You guys are so back guys. for sure. Because we haven't talked about a lot of stuff. Things. We need to talk about more things. Like, we need to talk to Sean
1: more about how we'll turn out as parents because he's the future.
2: <laughs>
0: She's yes. the future.
1: I actually, to be honest, I've, I've wanted to have this like, conversation in a formal setting. Yes. So, I want to know. Because I want to learn from you, y'all, too, like what, what you see. Anyway.
3: No, I want to I know. just see you
2: as, yeah. yeah, you're the future of my kid.
1: Which I find hilarious
2: because that's <laughs> really unfortunate. But, I mean, I'd know? be so
3: proud.
4: Yeah, I would be, too. All
2: right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.